0: And welcome to episode four of Cheap Seats, the number one sports podcast produced by the WDBC Dragon Broadcasting Program. Man, it feels weird to be back in here. It's been probably about, what, six months? Six months since we've been in here, something like that. So it feels weird to be back in here. Um, I'm going to go around, show off everyone that we have. It's me, Derek Steele, Blake
1: Skibiki Yes, sir. What's up? Great to be back in Cheap Seats. Great to be back in the studio.
0: We got Jake Parsons, the one and only, back in Live and in person. It's great to be back. It's been a minute.
2: I missed it. I miss you guys.
0: And then we got the one and only Dallas Romberg. Hey,
3: what's up? The youngest guy here.
0: He is the youngest guy here. So we're going to start off by talking some NFL football. Man, what what has been happening with the Buffalo Bills? Lost two in a row. They've had a couple of heartbreaking losses to the Indianapolis Colts and Jacksonville Jaguars. If I, if I could find out what their problem was, I'd be a head, I'd be their head coach right now. I'd be able to figure out, I'd be getting paid to do their job right now. But what do you, y'all think their problem is biggest right now?
2: I just think they're overrated at the end of the day. Like they just, Josh Allen's good, don't get me wrong. Plus, he's my fantasy quarterback, so like I want him to do good, but they're just overrated. You know, the defense, they're just not, they're not it. They suck. The defense sucks.
0: The defense sucks, yet they pitched two shutouts in the first, I believe, three or four weeks of the season. But they lost
2: to the Jaguars and the Patriots. No, you're,
0: you're, you're 100% right, but I think the Patriots are one of the most underrated teams this year they as are. well,
2: though. Their defense, they have the best defense, but uh, Mac Jones only passed three times.
0: That's embarrassing.
2: It's that really is definitely bad. embarrassing. It's really bad. Real bad.
0: I think we started seeing this come up, even in week one against the Steelers, and we kind of ignored this problem, mm. is... The Steelers are not the the, the Steelers aren't the Steelers we've seen. No, no, I totally forgot you're a Steelers fan. Totally forgot Jake is a Steelers fan. But the Steelers aren't the Steelers we haven't seen, or we've seen in previous years. Big Ben isn't prime Big Ben. He's it's time, let's face it, I think all four of us can agree here. Big Ben it needs to retire, and it's time to pass the torch on to someone else. So losing there, and then losing to you lost to Tennessee on Monday night. Tennessee's a really good team. I believe they're one of the top two seeds in the AFC, correct me if I'm wrong. Then losing to Jacksonville in Jacksonville, that's embarrassing. And losing back-to-back, or you lost to Indianapolis and then New England and Tampa Bay. So obviously there's going to be issues with the defense. I think it's more on the offensive side of the ball, though. I really think offensive coordinator Brian Dabble is being too cute with the offense. He just needs to go back to old school football and what got the Bills to the AFC championship last year. is going back to letting Josh Allen pass the ball and just trusting his cannon
1: cannon of an arm. I would say also it's like the inconsistency that they have. They, uh, they win 45-17 to 17 against the Jets and then lose 41-15 to 15 yeah. against the Colts the next week. Yep. They're, they're up and down. They're not playing the same. They played the Bills earlier in the year. That was one of their shutouts, 35-0. And then the next time they play and they were in a close game, they only yeah. won that by 15. That's a, that's a two-score game. So they're just overall, they're not the same week in and week out. They're not the same team.
0: But look at that defense in that New Orleans game versus like the Indianapolis game or the New England game or even the Tampa Bay game. The offense had to make a huge comeback to come back and win against Tampa Bay. The defense we saw early in the season against Houston winning 40 to nothing. By the way, I was at that game. It was a rainy day. It was a lot of fun watching that game at Highmark Stadium. Or even the defense against Miami winning 35 to nothing, pitting, holding Washington to 21 points, holding Kansas City to 20 points. That defense that we saw earlier in the season—that's not the same defense we're seeing now. Letting Tom Brady go for 30, 33. Mac Jones,
3: yeah,
0: Buffalo, or sorry, New England was one big rush play and a, a couple calls by the ref. We—I think we can all agree the refs were not good in the fourth quarter of that Monday night game against New England. Didn't but,
2: watch much. But sure. going
0: going back, there are one huge—I think it was like a sixty or seventy some odd yard running play. If they didn't have that running play, then Buffalo would have won that game, and it would be a completely different story on their season.
2: Yeah, you're right, and and I'm looking at their schedule here, and they're closing it out. I mean, I think they could probably make the playoffs with six losses, right? You know.
1: Yeah. But They'll, they play the Patriots. They'll be a wild card team. They'll be
2: play a wild the Patriots, card team. though. They still have to play the Patriots, so there's there, there's a possibility that they lose seven games. I, I just don't know. I don't know if they can make the playoffs, which would be a really disappointing thing because they were in the AFC Championship last year, Do you year, think right?
0: they would be one of the biggest disappointment teams yeah, this year?
2: Yeah, by far this year.
0: Would you pit them as the biggest?
2: Um. Yeah, I mean, them or Cleveland probably, right? Like Cleveland should have been good, but they just weren't. Maybe the Rams. The Rams are pretty disappointing. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. I but think the
0: Rams – Everyone expected the Rams to win the NFC Championship, to win the NFC exactly. West. Yeah. Everyone was pitting the Rams hosting the Super Bowl at home again this year. I yeah. think they
1: can. I don't think that's out the window.
0: That's totally not out the window, but think about yeah, how nice, hard so. it is going in as a wild card team versus going in as a division leader. Because Arizona, besides the game last night against the Rams, Arizona's probably looked like one of the most complete teams this year.
2: Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but the Buccaneers did it last year, you know. You're, they, you're they 100% right. You're 100% it. right. But they had Tom Brady. Matthew Stafford is no Tom Brady. He's not even close, actually. I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> pit Stafford. Close.
0: I wouldn't pit Stafford in even the same conversation. As no,
2: absolutely not. Matt absolutely Stafford. Not. Okay, so
0: if you got Matt Stafford right here, Matt Stafford's a good quarterback. We saw in Detroit. Tom Brady's yeah. the overall goat of football. He's the greatest <laughs> yeah. person to ever touch a football.
2: Mm-hmm. But Stanford, I don't know. I just don't see him doing I I'm calling a Rams wildcard knockout right now. I've called it. I've already made a bet on it. It's going to happen.
0: Another team I could see losing in the wildcard is the Dallas Cowboys.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't know. They're just they got a really good defense, you know.
0: But let's look at some of the losses the Cowboys have had this year though as it's pulling up for me. They lost to Tampa Bay week one, which Tampa Bay defending Super Bowl champs makes complete sense. They lost week nine to Denver at home 30-16. to They lost to Kansas City 19-9, to lost to Vegas 36-3 to in overtime. And then they've won back-to-back against New Orleans and Washington. They finished the season. I think they got probably one of the easiest finishes to the season besides maybe Buffalo. They finished with New York, Washington, Arizona, and Philadelphia. They're going to be. I think they beat New York, they beat Washington, and they beat Philadelphia. That Arizona game, I think, is going to be the true telling card on how legit this Cowboys team is. Remember, you remember Dallas, I think it was episode two, I was raving on the Cowboys. I was saying the Cowboys are winning it all this year. It's their year. I, I don't know now. They have some losses on their record that might be proving it otherwise.
3: Yeah, generally the Cowboys, they, they started off really strong and all, but it just ended up again it's you've seen some injuries again z yeah. apparently might be playing with an injury i've seen yep and i mean their season is just not looking good up till now i mean it kind of happens where again injuries got the better of them again this year yeah but again i think they have i think they have three wins with against who was it again it was i know eagles and what washington, they play
0: washington new york eagles and arizona and then new york but
3: that arizona game i think is the real telling of how it's going to go in the playoffs for yeah them.
0: no I, com- I completely agree moving on to some bowl action we got the college football playoff set it's the number one ranked alabama crimson Tide against the number four ranked cincinnati bearcats in one game then it's the michigan wolverines ranked number two in the country playing the Georgia Bulldogs ranked number three. What do you see coming out from those two games? I
1: see an Alabama-Michigan national championship, you know. Yeah, I I, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah, I'm
2: not going to lie. I think so. I think it's a disservice, though. Like, Michigan should be won. Like, I'm not even a Michigan fan, you know. Like, they should be one. Okay. It's it's just wrong.
1: Yeah, I, I can see both sides. But um also you see a lot of stuff about the committee not wanting to put another rematch Back to oh, back weeks, yeah. SEC game, mm. and they want the SEC teams to be in the national championship together. Um, but
0: you know, the true reason they did that, right? Money,
1: yeah. SEC, yeah. SEC teams they travel well, they're gonna pack the stadium. Yep. I know the Michigan Georgia games already sold yep. out, they're gonna get mm. a bunch of viewers at those games with those yep. on opposing teams. So, the three o'clock game and seven o'clock game are yep. both gonna have SEC viewers watching.
0: But let's look at it this way too. Remember the two teams at Michigan? And again, I'm a Michigan State fan. I'm not talking here as a I'm not talking here as a Michigan fan. I'm not talking here as a Michigan State fan. I'm talking in the middle. Michigan was is probably one of the hottest teams in college football right now. They had a huge win against Ohio State and they had a huge win against Iowa. Remember when Michigan lost to Michigan State? They blew a 16-point lead. Everyone was counting them out from the Big Ten. You had to win out. You had to get a little bit lucky. They got that little bit of luck. Michigan State lost to Purdue. They lost to Ohio State. Ohio State obviously lost to Michigan. So Michigan got a little bit lucky, but I think they got there too because of their running backs. Um, Corum and Haskins are probably one of the best backs in college football, not a the best back duo. Plus you got Aiden Hutchinson on the defensive side. You got the... um, David DeJabo. David DeJabo. You got a really – I think this is the most complete Michigan team we've seen in years. It
2: is by far. They, You're forgetting uh, Donovan Edwards. Like, he's really good, too, and he's you only got, a freshman. You got you Donovan know? Edwards. You got yeah. J.J. McCarthy. You got yeah. Cade McNamara, yeah. who's
0: really coming to his own, coming down the stretches of the season.
2: Yeah. No, they're both – they got a really good team. I'm not going to lie. All their receivers are good, you know.
3: All right, I just want to say something, by the way. Aiden Hutchinson in the heisman picking, and it'll be placing second second
0: there's there's a reason for that
3: and he and he has proven it through playing all season long
0: all season long i said i wanted the lions to take kevin the thibodeau with the number one overall pick i want to see i want to see I want to see aiden hutchinson in the honolulu blue aiden hutchinson reminds me a lot of a chase young he's a difference maker off the edge he can disrupt the quarterback. He can be in the pocket of the quarterback all afternoon long. He's going to be any type of offensive lineman you throw him at. I really think that in five years there, we could be seeing Aiden Hutchinson winning Defensive Player of the Year. He's going have a, I think he's going to have a Defensive Rookie of the Year next year. And I really can see a case for the Lions taking Hutchinson number one overall over like a Matt Corral, uh, Kevon Thib- Thibodeau, some players like that.
2: I think yeah, I don't think you can really go wrong with Thibodeau or Hutchinson. I think there's that's, really
0: no clear-cut number one this year exactly. in the draft. Exactly,
2: it's just one of those two for Detroit, and I just I don't think you can go wrong. I I get where you're coming with Hutchinson. I kind of like Thibodeau. There's just something about him, you know, like he kind of looks like Miles Garrett a little bit. The thing like about
0: this, Thibodeau I don't like though, and the thing that really scares me away from Thibodeau i really consider him to be injury prone yeah where you look at hutchinson did hutchinson have an injury at michigan no
1: that's I notable i don't think he ever like missed a game
2: that's crazy that's he's a th- senior yeah he's yeah so senior? that'd be
1: four years yeah. did he
2: start as a freshman
1: um i doubt it
2: yeah probably not I, I this is the first i've ever heard of him like in my life like what was it ohio state week it was yeah. the first time i ever heard of him that i'm a michigan
1: i'm a michigan fan i knew him last year but before yeah. that like sophomore year i never knew anything about him yeah moving mm-hmm.
0: moving on to the other semifinal game we got alabama against cincinnati obviously cincinnati probably wanted i'm not gonna say one of the biggest probably the biggest surprise teams do you agree having Cincinnati in the CFP or would you like to see like Ohio or Oklahoma State someone like
3: that? I, I would like to see someone else because Cincinnati by far had one of the weakest records for any of these teams and they got here basically because of that record and that entire schedule for this year. Yeah. They
2: did play Notre Dame at home. No- Notre know. Dame's that the was only big ranked win. win they had. Yeah, play. that was that was a big win, but you're right, it was the only one. I, I don't like them here because they're gonna lose by fifty probably, you know. Like it's gonna be boring. It's not even but be you
0: also game. see where they're coming from I giving Alabama the cupcake win in the semifinals game. Yeah, of course. But yeah. again, it go it goes it really truly goes back to money. Yeah. And they wanna see Alabama and Georgia. I'm not I'm not paying anything against Michigan. Michigan's gonna p I think Michigan's gonna put up a better fight in the semifinals game than state did in twenty fifteen. Again, oh, no com- again, sure. again that's again again, that's coming from a state fan. Yeah.
2: I agree. I think so. They they just got such a good team.
0: They're a more complete. I said this about Michigan. They're the more they're the most complete Big 10 team this year. Probably one of the most complete teams I've seen besides you know Alabama, Clemson, Georgia that I've probably seen in my lifetime.
2: Yeah, they're they're the most complete Michigan team that any of us have ever yes. seen in our life for sure. Yeah. I, I I can't agree with that, but I, I like I like the matchup. Like I think they're probably gonna beat Georgia. I'm looking at the okay. spread, and they said Georgia's. Georgia's, Georgia's favored, favored of by course. seven and a half. Alabama's yeah.
0: favored by thirteen and a half.
2: Yeah, I just, I, I think i I think I'm with Blake. Like I see a Michigan-Bama yep. final. Okay. That would be awesome. I'm actually kind of excited for that. It's gonna be sweet. What well,
0: another? Or go ahead.
2: But Alabama, though, you know Bryce Young. Uh, what's their receiver's name? Jameson Williams. That yeah. guy is so fast. It's insane. Their defense, like they, I don't think anyone's gonna stop them i kind of hate saying that but like i just don't see it
0: moving on from one michigan team to another michigan team pittsburgh against michigan state in the chick-fil-a peach bowl thursday december 30th at 7 p.m kenneth walker has officially been ruled as questionable for that game
1: what are you guys seeing from that one i think that's going to be a blowout um the secondary of michigan state is just way too weak it's awful and we saw that against um Purdue, they got thrown on, and then by Ohio State they got thrown on. And you have Kenny Pickett uh, throwing the ball all wherever he wants. He's probably the best quarterback in the draft, best quarterback in college football right now. And with that week of a secondary, I just don't know how they're going to stop that.
0: Some stats I want to bring up from Pickett is he's three thirty four for four ninety seven this year. he's Thrown for over four thousand passing yards and forty two touchdowns. But let's switch the flip, or let's flip the switch for a second. Kenneth Walker the third. I think Michigan State's chances of winning this game lie on number nine, being able to play. He has 263 carries for 1636 yards and 18 touchdowns as a running back. And remember, this is a name we really didn't hear coming out out of training camp this year. He really made his mark with, I think it was a 73-yard touchdown run, the opening play of the season against Northwestern. But like you said, Blake, I I really agree with you. That Michigan State secondary is horrendous. That's the reason they almost lost to Michigan. That's the reason they lost to Penn, or Purdue. They lost to um, Ohio State, and there's some other games that they should have lost, like the Nebraska, like like the Nebraska game because of the secondary.
1: Yeah, you said if. Uh, Kenneth Walker plays they have a chance and I think that could be true they have a chance but he doesn't play defense so I I don't think I get that. I don't think he's going to be able to keep up with the scoring that that the Pittsburgh offense is going to do and I think if he's out everyone would agree that Michigan State has no chance.
2: Pretty much yeah I think we're like you're right about the secondary like they, they aren't very good and someone who's really underrated is uh Pittsburgh's receiver, Jordan Addison, he's a sophomore. Yep. He's got 93 receptions, almost 1,500 yards, and 17 touchdowns.
1: Was he the one who was just named an All-American? I saw a Pittsburgh right so. receiver.
2: Yep. Yeah, I think so. He's he's underrated, like, severely. So, like, yeah, him and Pickett, like, it's just, I don't think I I, I completely chance, I you know? completely agree with that. I just don't see it. I don't know how Pittsburgh's defense is. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know how their defense yeah, is. Yeah, I'm assuming they can stop Peyton Thorne and Reed. Jalen Reed or whatever his name. If is. he's
0: healthy, because it was either Naylor or Reed that missed time this year. Mm. I think it was Naylor who missed time because of injury. Now,
3: is, I, is I real quick want to talk about Kenneth Walker. Main reason ahead. they that Michigan State won against Michigan was because Kenneth Walker just absolutely ran all over Michigan's defense. Yeah,
0: for sure, five touchdowns. Yeah, yeah over a hundred yards rushing. Again,
3: I am a fan of Michigan. I'm a Michigan fan. And I hated seeing that game unfold as it did. Yeah. I
0: remember that. I was with you that day.
3: We were and I mean, again, I will give them credit. They had a great game. It was a close one all the way through.
0: One more game I want to talk about before we'll wrap this up is the number nine ranked Oklahoma State. Cowboys playing the number five ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish, one o'clock on I believe that is New Year's Day, it is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. What are you guys seeing happening in that one?
2: I'm sorry. Can you repeat who the teams were? Oklahoma
0: State against Notre Dame. Oklahoma State against Notre Dame.
3: I, I'm kind of seeing a uh, Notre Dame win there. Notre Dame I win. So. I got it. I got.
2: I, th- I get that. I think so. I mean, that's actually a good game. Now that I think about it, you know, like it's yeah pretty fair. Both teams are really two, good.
0: Two two top ten ranked teams. Yeah,
2: Oklahoma State was severely under, I mean, they had two losses, but they were very underrated. They were a very good team, so, yeah, I I think it should be a good game, actually, now that I look at it. Yeah,
1: because Oklahoma State was inches away from, like, you know, at least having a chance, having hope to make the playoffs. With that, was a two-point conversion they went yeah. for, yep. and he was literally inches oh, away. Yeah. Yeah. And if he would have got that, we could have been. There could have been an argument for them going to the college football playoffs over Cincinnati. So mm-hmm. I think Oklahoma State, if everyone plays, uh, they're going to come in with a lot of fire. They're going to really want to win this one after that loss for sure. Definitely. But let's
0: think about some of the ones that Oklahoma State had versus Notre Dame. They beat a twenty-five ranked Kansas State team beat a 21-ranked Baylor team, 25-ranked Texas team, a number 10-ranked Oklahoma team, and then, like we said, they lost to Baylor, where I think the thing that hurts Notre Dame the most is they are independent, where they really don't have, where, you know, Michigan State, Ohio State, they got a really tough conference schedule. Yeah. Who does Notre Dame even play in conference play? They
2: play random teams. Yeah, they just bounce around. Yeah, exactly. Like USC they they don't
0: have a true like okay, this is who we play every year type of schedule. Yeah. And we see that time and time again where when they go eleven and eleven and one, they make the college football playoffs, and then they lose to the Alabamas, they lose to the Georgias, they lose to the LSU's, they lose to these bigger ranked teams who have tougher schedules. I think that's something we'll see again this year. I'm not saying it's gonna be a blow. I think it's gonna be a close win. But I got Oklahoma State over that one. Yeah,
2: that's, I agree with you that's on that fair. One. Real, real quick, how about the transfers? Like uh, Quinn Ewers to oh, yeah, Texas. That that's cool. Actually. I like that. Spencer Rattler to South, South Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, no, that's nuts. That's crazy. I think is is this uh, Rattler's last year of eligibility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be. So he's gonna have to really play good next yep. year in order to go to the NFL.
0: All right, I think that's going to wrap up episode four of Cheap Seats. Anything anyone else has to say?
1: No, I'm good.
3: Good. All good.
0: This will be the last episode of 2021. We'll be right back with you the first or second week of 2022. We'll be coming at you Wednesday mornings starting. We are moving from Wednesday afternoon to Wednesday mornings. And that's all I got to say. Happy New Year, everyone, and we'll see you in the new year.